Welcome to Netflix. That's the sound Netflix makes when it starts. Welcome to Netflix. Try this one more time. Welcome to World According to Noah. So, how have you been this week? This podcast is sponsored by us because nobody wants to sponsor us. Guacamole Gamer Fart 9000. Guacamole Gamer Fart 3000. What? (laughs) Okay, so how's your week been? Good. Did you do anything this week? No. Nothing? Not really. You went out and did some stuff with the Scouts this week, didn't you? We sold popcorn. You went out and tried your salesmanship skills? Kind of. How was that going? Good. So did you do good selling stuff, you think? Yes. You like going out to sell stuff? Heck yeah. So one day y'all did what? Oh, so somebody's already tired. We went to sell popcorn at a neighborhood yeah, so first. Yeah, well. And then after we sit at, at a gas station. Yeah, so the first day you went wandering around the neighborhood going door to door. And then yesterday we sat outside the gas station, right? Yes. Okay, cool. What else did we do yesterday? One important thing because of the time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is what? Halloween. The Halloween season. So we set up our what yesterday? Me and you did what? Halloween decorations. We put up our cemetery. Yes. We didn't get everything out there, did we? No. Because we have... Pumpkins that sing, and we hadn't put them out yet. We gotta wait a little while for those so they don't go bad, right? Let's see. Did we do anything else? Kind of had an uneventful, uneventful week, didn't we? Come out so We'll go to Disney World so we can go to the Haunted Mansion. Heck yes! I wish we could. Why not? Well, you got school, I got work, and. I ain't got that money. You said we couldn't get off school for a few months. For a few months? I'm in a, a whole month. You think you need to get out of school for a whole month? Yes. How would you make that work up? Still got to do the work. So. By burning it. They still got to get done. Yeah, but what if you, you don't know? The answers might be on the burn piece of paper. Right. You think if you light the paper on fire, the answers will show up? Yes. Uh, for some reason, I don't think that's going to happen. And our little joke today is 
If it's a white cow, it produces regular milk. If it's a light brown cow, it produces light chocolate milk. If it's a black cow, it produces heavy chocolate milk. Pink cows produce strawberry milk. Well, there you have it. cows produce blueberry milk. For all those that are wondering what pink cows do, there you go. And blue cows, since you see those all the time. What are we doing later today? Do you remember? No. I'm just kidding. Feed me, Seymour. What is that for the people that don't know? I forgot what the movie was called, but we're seeing a play where there's a carnivorous plant that likes to eat. Yes, we are going to see a performance of Little Shop of Horrors. I forgot what it was called. Little Shop of Horrors. Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, so the people that are making the, the play are also make, doing auditions for Buddy Edio. That's what we're talking about. Buddy Edio. I believe their next play is going to be Elf the Musical, which... We saw that on Broadway, didn't we? Yes. And that was really fun, wasn't it? Yes, we bought a bucket of popcorn. We had popcorn and I don't remember what else. I know we had popcorn. And drinks. And drinks, but it was really cool. That's that's your first Broadway musical, wasn't it? I wanted to see SpongeBob the musical. What was the one we were going to go see, but we missed our flight? I don't even remember. It was one I wanted to no, oh, it was Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice. We were going to go see Beetlejuice, but we missed Beetlejuice, our flight. Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. And since we missed our flight, we missed the musical. Oh, well. So, since this is the spooky season, I looked up a couple of spooky stories from Alabama. These are some haunted stories. So... Like last year, I think for a Halloween episode, we talked about some spooky stories. They were just made-up stories, maybe. These are supposed to be real stories from the state we live in, Alabama. Is there one with a monkey in it? Uh, I don't think so. Do you know an Alabama spooky story with a monkey? No, but I know a spooky story with a monkey in it. Go ahead and knock us out. I can't. Oh, you don't know the story? No, I know the story, but it... It just sounds very creepy. Go ahead. Okay, but I'm going to warn y'all. This is very creepy, so you might want to skip this if you have very little kids. Where did you get the story from, first so, off? Um, Zach from the camp out. Okay, so this is a spooky story y'all told on the camp out? No, I wasn't there. This was like when we were about to leave. Oh, okay. We were sitting by the fire. So, I forgot what the monkey's name was. It was something like Trevor or something. Trevor the monkey. Okay. He was in commercials. He was a very well-trained monkey, so he could open a can and drink it and do like a, a soda thumbs can? up. I really don't well, know. Well, I he guess it has to be some kind of drink can, huh? He didn't specify what the can was. He would just open the can. Okay. Eat it or drink it, whatever it was, and then he would do a thumbs up. That takes a lot of training, I would think. So then, later that day, I think, uh, the owner, the owner's friend came by to play, and he didn't. It was Ryder, she or he, um, 
This is an actual doc document. Okay. And the she or he the friend picked up one of the monkey's toys, and the monkey went crazy. Did <laughs> and then she he jumped on the face and then ate her face off. And they actually called nine one one and. In the background, you could actually hear screaming and the monkey going. <laughs> and then, at the end of the story, the, the monkey was trying to get out of the police car. But then, the police had to put put the full ma mag from, not like a whole mag, like throw a mag at it. She, they had to bang 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 until it was bleeding and then the monkey went to its cage well you know that's a true story yes i don't know all the specifics i didn't know if it was a monkey that opened a can or not but it was a lady who had a monkey and her friend came over and the monkey tore the lady's face off now, i don't remember much of the specifics about it but yes i know that happened I was like, what the frick just happened? And I don't think the lady died. No, she didn't. She yeah. she actually has glass eyeballs now. So, that really wasn't a spooky story. That was kind of a crazy story. I mean, it was kind of spooky when the monkey was eating her face off. Yeah, I guess you can call that spooky. Okay. But that one was not from Alabama. I know. This it was somewhere in Hollywood. This one is from Alabama. <coughs> Noah's still trying to get over that cold. The face in the window. I think me and Noah are going to try to go see this. The courthouse in Carrollton, Alabama has a very creepy mark in its upper window. One that no amount of cleaning can erase. The impression of a man's face can easily be seen in the upstairs window. As if someone's looking down watching the goings-on outside the courthouse. Here's the story behind it. In 1878, a town troublemaker named Henry Wells was arrested for burning down the courthouse. After his arrest, the courthouse was rebuilt, but Wells later escaped. Police shot him in the leg and brought him back, jailing him in the courthouse basement. The townspeople had lost many important papers and deeds and all sort of legal documents when the original courthouse were burned down, were more than a little tired of Wells' antics by that point. They gathered around the courthouse and were out for blood to the point that he was moved out of the basement and up to the attic to keep the mob from getting him. They were going to lynch this man. You know what that means? You told me what did I think? we did this. Yeah. It means to hang. Yeah, they were going to pull him out of this courthouse and since the justice system hadn't done its job yet, they were going to kill him. From his attic perch, Wells watched the mob shout and call for his head. The story goes that he threatened to curse the town as he stood there, with his face pressed against the glass. At that very moment, lightning struck, killing him where he stood. The imprint of his face is still in the glass. And as for the curse, the jury's still out on that one. So he was sitting there, supposedly yelling at him through the window when the lightning struck and killed him. And now you can still see his face in the window. 
Wait, his actual face or just like a face imprint? It's just like a face imprint, I guess. So I mean, it's not his real face. It just looks like his face is still there. Spooky, huh? No. You want to read that one? Can you read that from there? No. The distraught mother of Bear Creek Swamp. I don't know where Bear Creek Swamp is. If you happen to be in Bear Creek Swamp, you might see ghostly balls of light. Or maybe even an apparition of a child, which is tied to the creepier ghost story from this area. The swamp, it is said, is haunted by the ghost of a mother in search of her lost child, and she's not happy. Local stories claim that if someone says something along the lines of, We have your baby in the swamp, the ghost will attack. But what if we don't know where the swamp is? Well, we don't know where the swamp is. I don't know where that is. You want to go find Bear Creek Swamp and say we have your baby and see if we get attacked by a ghost? No, you're going to say it. <laughs> you're going to make me say it? Yeah. Okay. Sally Hansen's ghost in Cedarhurst Mansion. This is in Huntsville. And it is, Cedarhurst Mansion is haunted by the ghost of a 15-year-old girl named Sally Carter. Sally was visiting her sister at the mansion when she fell ill and died. The first reported sighting of her ghost was in 1919, and it's a chilling tale. A teenage boy was visiting the home's current owners. He stayed overnight, sleeping in one of the guest rooms. That night, he had a dream about a teenage girl who came to him and told him to fix her tombstone. She was very distraught and had been knocking. In, she was very distraught that it had been knocked down during the recent storm. The next morning, the boy told the home's owner about the strange dream and everyone laughed about his overactive imagination. But just to see, they took a walk out to Sally's grave, and sure enough, the tombstone had been knocked over. There are additional stories of visitors running in Sally's ghost, both in the house and at the grave site, though her body has since been exhumed and moved to another location due to how much vandalism and attention the stories brought to the property. You know what that means? No. That means they dug her up and moved her somewhere else. Where? I don't know. Too many people coming out there and vandalizing the property because of the ghost, so they moved her away. Now, Noah's going to read this one. Jack Cole Road, Hayden. That's Jack Cole Road, and it's in Hayden. Oh. Hayden, Alabama. That's the city. Oh. Jack Cole Road is a dirt road and a heavily... Wooded area off of off of Highway Seven. In a usual high number of people who lived along the road have died. Those people still haunt the road, especially at night. Witnesses report strange phenomena. Phenomena. <laughs> phenomena. 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 Do, 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 such as spotting light darting through the trees or encountering ghostly figures wandering the woods. Death includes several from a cholera, cholera outbreak in 19 in 
one from murder after. Several from cholera outbreak in 1900. Oh wait, that says mummified, mummified woman was discovered in her home. People claimed she was a witch. The strange sighting is in apparition. Apparition that appears to be half man. I meant half wolf, half man. Whoa, that's kind of creepy. That's dumb. Sounds like kind of a werewolf, doesn't it? Yeah, but that sounds dumb. Okay, so here's one that's called Drish Mansion in Tuscaloosa. Do you know where Tuscaloosa is? No, I forgot. That's where Alabama is. The University of Alabama. Alright, Drish Mansion in Tuscaloosa has much reason to be haunted as any home in the Old South. Several tragedies befell the Drish family, including suicide, murder, insanity, all within two generations. The first family tragedy happened to daughter Catherine, who was forced to marry a man who her father chose for her. No, that's what they used to do. Dads would pick out guys for their daughter to marry. Daughter didn't have a say in it. They say, "Hey, you're gonna marry her, him." No, that's not nice, is it? No, that's like in China. Yeah, that's how they did it a lot of places. They did still do it in some places. It's just not right, is it? Let's see. The man was not Catherine's true love, and she became deeply depressed after the wedding. Her husband, unable to handle his wife in this condition, returned her and their two young boys to the mansion. He said, I ain't dealing with this woman no more, and he divorced her soon thereafter. Catherine could not function properly afterwards and had to be locked in her room at night and followed about during the day to ensure she didn't hurt herself. I guess that's how it ended. She didn't hurt herself. They just had a crazy daughter running around the house now. The next tragedy was that of Dr. Drish. That's a pretty cool little mansion, isn't it? Kind of looks creepy, doesn't it? He had a penchant for drinking and gambling and soon drove his family to the brink of ruin. One evening, he was suffering from a delirium and he ran from his bed heading toward the staircase. He fell halfway down the stairs and died. So he just jumped out of bed and ran and fell down the stairs and died. I imagine what it would sound like. And then fall down the stairs. Oof. And then he's dead. One of the most interesting stories about the old mansion, however, is that of the ghost fires. A custom at the time was to place candles about the room when the body was laid to rest. Used to, you know how when someone passes away, you go to the funeral home and they have the casket up there and you're supposed to go up there and see the person for the last time laying in the casket before they do the service. I know another thing about dying, but it's for rich people. Okay. Back then, when a person died in a rich people's family, they used to have have a person make a doll. Oh, really? Yeah, and they would put it in a crib, and, and they would change its clothes like a normal human being. That's kind of creepy. Was it just a baby doll size, or was it big doll size? I think it would be human size. Well, you know, you go to the funeral, it's called a wake, right? And you go and you see the person for the last time. Used to, they didn't do that at the funeral home. They'd do that in somebody's house. 
So the body would be sitting in like the living room. In a casket in the living room? Just like in the funeral home, but they'd be in the house. So that's what this is talking about. At time it was placed it was it was custom at the time to place candles in the room where the body was laid to rest. That would be like in the living room, they'd put candles in there with the body. Dr. Drish's wife, Sarah, conducted this ceremony for him and put the candles in a drawer with the hope that they would be lit for her as well when she died. Her ceremony was forgotten. One evening after her death, the enslaved people on the grounds noticed that the tower was on fire and called for the fire crew. When the crew arrived, the flames had disappeared, along with any sign of having burned. Once the fires disappeared, so did the ghost of Mrs. Drish. Huh? So, they had slaves. Not good, but they had them. And one night after she died, she wanted her husband's, you know, they had candles in the room for her husband. And she put those up, and she wanted those in the room when she died, too. And nobody found them, or nobody bothered to do that when she died. So, after she died, the slaves on the property saw the top floor was on fire. And so, they called the police and the fire department. The fire came out there and came to put it out. But by the time the fire department got there, there was no fire to be seen. And they went in and looked and nothing had been on fire. And it says after that, the ghost was gone. And there's one more thing about the doll. Oh, what about the doll? They actually had the person that passed away's hair in it. What kind of creepy story are you hearing? Where'd you hear that? I forgot what the doll was called. You can look it up right now. Well, we'll look it up after this. And it's true. I believe you. Wait. You want to read this one or this one? The first one you said. You don't want to read that? No. Oh, wait, yes. All right. Dead Children's Playground at Maple (coughs) Hills. What? Cemetery. Oh. Maple Hill Cemetery in Huntsville is the largest and the oldest in the state. Near near the cemetery, there is a playground. Now, is that a playground you'd want to go play at? Heck no. A playground by a cemetery? (laughs) Heck no. And that's where the ghost story takes place. The witnesses swear that children ghosts play in the playground... Locals also believe that spirits aren't just those from the cemetery. In 1916, there was a series of a child abductions, abductions in, in, in their and their bo- bodies were were left around the playground. These children's haunt haunt the playground as well. Visitors have reported seeing orbs, ghostly figures, figures. And have witnessed seeing seeing swings move with no explanation from from the what? When the Alabama Paranormal Society investigated the playground in 2008, they heard a female voice and captured photos of the woman's figures among the orbs. How creepy is that? First, you got a playground by a cemetery. Not cool. Second of all, you have... And then you got all these child abductions and they left the 
children's bodies around the playground. Not cool. Pretty creepy, huh? Why do I have a feeling this is what what she said? Roses, roses, we all fall down. Yeah, that's what she said? Yes, because roses, that that song is related to the plague. Yeah. Ashes, ashes mean the people that, that were being burned in incinerators back then. Yeah. Pockets full of posies, I forgot what that one meant. I think it was because of the smell. And we all fall down means everybody died. Yeah, because a lot of people died back then. The Ghost of Norman Staples, Bladden Springs. I don't know where that is. The cemetery in Bladden Springs is said to be haunted by the ghost of Norman Staples, a captain of, captain of a stern wheel steamer who killed himself with a shotgun in 1913 at the age of 44. That's not cool. It's hard to shoot yourself with a shotgun in Pavlov. He was buried in Blatton Springs Cemetery alongside the graves of his three children. Legend claims that his spirit roams the cemetery watching over his children. You sounded like this legend. Huh? You sounded like legend. People who have reported seeing the captain's ghost claim that he's always looking towards the water. Let's see. Haunted Alabama. That's just telling you there's more stories. And this is Huggin' Molly in Abeville. Abeville? One of the wildest wildest known urban legends is that of Huggin' Molly. Who or what is Huggin' Molly exactly? According to the story, Huggin' Molly is a seven-foot-tall ghost dressed entirely in black. Huggin' Molly is wears a witch's hat and roams Abeville at night in search of children. According to the stories, if she finds you, she'll grab you and her blood-curdling screeches will only add to your terror. So what did it sound like? So they have a seven-foot-tall ghost witch that tries to grab kids. I'm six-foot-tall. So, a foot taller than me. And then she's going to be taller because she's going to have a witch's hat on, right? Yes, but the witch's hat that doesn't count. Yeah, but it makes her look taller. You want to read the last one? The witch of behind the roads. In the town of Gadsden, the ghost... That's not too far from here. The ghost of a woman haunts hind roads. She emerges from the woods... And if you happen to be on the road at night, she'll run up to you screaming about how how she sold her soul to the devil, forced to wa- wander the land of the living. She dis- distraught, she's distraught. She's distraught, wailing in despair. You want to go find that road and see if some wailing woman comes running out of the woods and jumps in our car? And talks about how she sold her... And she sold her soul to the devil. You want to do that? It's not I too know. far. I want to figure out how... You want to figure out why she sold her soul to the devil? Yes. I don't know. It doesn't say. It just said she did. I'd hope she did it for a good reason. 
that's our 10 stories, right? Yes. So what'd you think? Was that some creepy stories? Nah. No? You don't think any of those were creepy? No, look out. Talk about the doll. We'll do that in a minute. So this is going to wrap up our... Spooky our stories. Opening spooky stories. Our what? We might come up with some more spooky stories for the month of October. You want to have spooky story month? Yeah. All right. So, what do we ask of all these wonderful people out here? To go like and subscribe. Spread the news about our podcast. We're a little over a year now. I don't even know how many podcasts we're at. Probably 80. 80? No, I think we're up to 80. I think we're 50-something. So, please tell your tell your I, friends. I see this ad that says, choose your sign to fi- find out your fate. You know what your sign is? Tauros. Toro. Okay, so please Taurus like and subscribe. Sign. We're not going to click on that. That's an ad. I know. Do you have anything you would like to say to the wonderful people out there? To go like and subscribe. Please give us some comments. And it's a beautiful... There's a um, Comic-Con next weekend we might be at. I'm not sure. We might. If we're there, we'll have stickers. We might come out with a a bobblehead figure. (laughs) Oh, you think? I don't know. I like bobbleheads. (laughs) How are we going to get a bobblehead made? I don't know. I don't either. We can make. We can ask the company that made the stickers if they can make a little bobblehead. Maybe. So, there is a. But I'm going to keep it. Alabama Comic Con is next weekend. If y'all are in attendance, we might see you there, and we will have stickers. Not sure if we're going or not. Uh. But we might be there. Look for us, and if we're there. You'll definitely get some stickers. And maybe a coaster. And maybe a coaster, because we still got coasters left. Yes. Okay, so, take it away. It's a beautiful day outside. Birds are singing. Flowers are blooming. On days like this, children like you should be subscribing to us. Thanks for listening. Have a good day. Goodbye.